am I when I strip away all that the world uses to define me? Who has God made me to be? What happens when we change our perspective from seeing ourselves through the world's eyes to seeing our true selves through God's eyes? For we were buried with him in baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, that we may walk into newness of life. This is Lucy Logan from the Harbour Church Falmouth. Join us as we share stories of new life and new perspective from those who have been set free to be their true selves in Christ. Lord, I am yours and this is me. Hello and welcome to This Is Me, Harbour Church's very own podcast. And today we have a really exciting episode because we actually have two guests sharing their story. We've got Neil and Kath. Hello to you both. Hi guys. Hi. Hello. Everybody. Hi Lucy. Hello. Um, so Kath and Neil, you guys are married and you're from Cheltenham originally. So we have two things in common. Yes. Um, I'm not married to you guys, but I am married and I am also from Cheltenham. <laughs> um, so the first question I always like to ask people is how and when did you come to be in Falmouth at the Harbour Church? Ooh, yes. Well, um, our middle, our daughter Lydia um, was at university here and um, we were living abroad uh, in Kenya, and when we came back from Kenya, um, she had left university, but we decided to stay on in Farmers because we just loved it. We used to live in Gloucestershire, um, mm-hmm. so uh, we um, but we had sold our house and moved out to Kenya and lived there for five years. So it was kind of like, where should we live? Oh, I know, let's live <laughs> by the sea. <laughs> and well, Lydia had introduced us to so many lovely people and places. Yeah. We did rather fall in love with. Yeah, so we kind of, it was a little bit of a happenstance in a way. We just kind of ended up here a little bit. But actually, yeah, it was interesting that that we might even come back to that maybe later on, but it's (laughs) why that happened. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of how we ended up here. And we went to Harbour one day and we saw, literally looked on um, the internet for churches in Falmouth, saw Harbour Church (laughs) and and went and loved the worship and the people immediately. And so we we kind of stayed. It's so funny how many people I speak to whose parents... um, um, people I speak to who were at uni here and then their parents came down to visit and then have ended up um, buying <laughs> houses down here. Two of two of my girlfriends, um, their parents have done the same, bought houses down here. So, um, yeah, it's quite a common story. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've fallen up with it. It's a nice place to be. Um, so let's talk about, about the podcast. So we spoke the other day on the phone and started to talk through some ideas about identity and since then you guys have brought forward some really reflective ideas about what identity means especially in relation to time and who we have been who we want to be and who we are now in this moment and um, I'm really looking forward to sharing your thoughts on these questions Um, so let's start with like when we think about our own identity it's I guess it's quite a complex concept Um, and when we're born we have some sort of identity straight away, but do you mm. think as we get older, we ever try to project an identity to the world? And especially as Christians, do you think we we need to form an identity for ourselves in the world? I think it's it's, it's really really interesting, um, and and for me, I, I think everybody really has a bit of an issue with who they feel they are. We sort of start mm. up 
trying to pro- project something of being really confident and together. Uh, we see people that we look to and, and and want to be like them. We want to be somebody and make a difference. And, yeah. and it's it's not just about whether you're you're young and old because I think we all feel like that. We want to aspire to something, and mm. Uh, mm. and you've got a desire to. To, to really to really be something and of course in the media and everything you're bombarded with lots of images of of how you can be better and it's very easy to be confused by that um mm. and i think it, it, it's very bad it can be very bound up in job and what your image is and those are as christians we know that's very trivial and we don't want to go there but actually mm. It can be a subconscious yearning to show others just how good we are and what we've done. Uh, and I think we just mm. got to be so aware to, to keep pulling ourselves back from that, that that's a sort of a, a false lie. And uh, uh, as Christians, we think that we're not like that. You know, that's just a sort <laughs> of world thing where people are on Instagram and trying to be different. But actually, <laughs> e- even in the, the Christian circles it's quite easy to think about the things you do and and the way you behave um what are we trying to project to other people mm. in order to get them to respect us and, and mm. what why are we doing that is that is that true to who we are um it's very easy to to project to be confident and together and you you meet people in church and and you you sort of okay we've got to get it together we're going to church now <laughs> and, and, and you follow teaching and, and in, in sort of try to be something uh and yeah. i think sometimes underneath when, when we're just by ourselves we may feel that actually we're, we're not like that and and uh and possibly that's a real you that you don't really want to reveal and maybe mm. we could be a bit more honest about that um, it's a really interesting point because you kind of think that uh, we think we're apart from that but actually it runs so deep that idea of um feeling worthy or feeling valuable mm-hmm. um even in the sense of christians are we are we helpful enough are we kind enough and um are we projecting that um to the world that that you know we want to show jesus to the world and so are we being kind enough but um that's the same thing i guess but you we just think it's it's different but it's it's not so mm-hmm. and it, yeah it's kind of really easy sorry to interrupt your flow there but it's kind of easy isn't it to 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 think that what we do is who we are um and um i guess god has a different view on us really um but it it, it's not it's a natural thing i guess to feel you know that our our self-worth comes from what we've done or what we've achieved um uh, and you know maybe we can explore a little bit about you know what it is that god who 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 does god see us as that kind of thing um mm. as opposed to what we we want to be or what we have achieved in any you know mm. in, any, in, in the funny sort of sense yeah it's almost like sometimes we think in our life that we're kind of gathering up these experiences and and then sometimes maybe then we're forming our identity based on the past and who you know things we've done in the past think jobs we've had or I used to do this for five years and then I did this and I've been here and I've met this person and do you think that um sometimes we focus a bit much on past experiences in order to kind of give ourselves value and and shape our identity in the in in the now 
I think I've really struggled with that. And it's interesting. We were talking about when you were younger, you really aspire to do things. But I, I feel like I'm a bit of an old has-been now. And we've done Aww. a few, <laughs> we've done a few yeah. things. And we've got, we, we've got some experiences under our belt. But it, uh, we're really blessed. And, and we, we can talk about our experiences and, and, uh, and have some quite entertaining stories. But um, <laughs> and, and, and really feel quite quite proud of the things we've done so it's quite easy to bring that into a conversation and I feel quite quite mm. proud of who we are um, but then sometimes we're not aware that people haven't really engaged with that because we're just living a bit of an old story um, mm. and it's it, 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 we have to be so careful that, that who we are isn't bound up in that experience that we've previously had mm. and, and also just to check you know for myself am I telling you that to try and impress you in some way you know some story of some amazing mm. thing i've done and and if so why why am i doing that is that something i need to do am i feeling insecure why do i need to impress you um and is it relevant and um and it it, it sometimes because we're a bit confused about what we once did may indicate in some way who we are today and of course it's not you know we, we we've trodden different paths and, and God's mm. taken us to some amazing places but that's not our identity our identity is, is who we are today in this moment and how we behave today and, and you can bring that landscape to it but it doesn't define you um, mm. I, I feel that as a couple we, we've just had some amazing experiences and been to amazing places together and uh, you know God's, God's really blessed us yeah. Mm. it's interesting because I guess you've got to find a balance as well because um you know I, I was thinking about identity God's identity and how how can we know God's identity and actually when we read the Bible and we read about all the things God has done in the past um yes. you know actually we look at the Old Testament and we think wow how you know how many different things that he's done and different people he's interacted with and and actually the Bible is a way for us to learn about who God is and who his identity is, but that's all through past experience. Yes. So yeah. um, I guess there is, there is a part of our, our identity that is shaped in our past experiences, but it's not based on maybe what we've done, but actually who we've been in that journey and how we've responded to that journey, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And perhaps also um, kind of who, who we're celebrating and looking back on those journeys, you know, are we celebrating mm. ourselves mm. and what we've done or are we boasting of what God did in those situations? Cause, cause it's obviously, you know, negating what he has done in our lives would be, would be really sad, but to, but to celebrate what he's done. Um, and, and, you know, it's testimony, isn't it really? It's kind of, Saying saying the stories of what God has done in our lives is go, is going to encourage, hopefully, or um, in, you know, uplift people and point to Him, I guess. But um, mm. when we were thinking about this um, over the last couple of days, we I, I just really had the sense of you know what we've what we've done and been in our in our past um, is, is what it is but we can't really change it or, or do anything about it. Um, and, and sometimes we look back and it's, and, and actually it's, it's a bit negative and we, we perhaps feel a little bit ashamed or a bit um, feeling like we've made mistakes and that, that kind of thing. Mm. And, um, and um, 
I was just really impressed. I was just really thinking about how God actually is just with us in the now. I mean, he's, 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 he's past, present and future, but it's only mm-hmm. the now where we can kind of, um, have a choice. We, we, we can choose right now to, to respond to God. We can choose right now to, to hear his word. Um, mm. and, and it's almost like, um, you know, in, in that moment, in the now moment, it's, it's an act of our will to turn our, our face to him in, in, in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it, I guess that was that sort of sense of who we are now is, yes, it's foundation, it's, it's built on what we were and it's a kind of like looking forward to what we might be, but actually mm. the only place where we can really meet God is, is now. <laughs> Yeah, in the second. Yeah. So true because we don't really know what our future is going to look like. And um, only God knows the time before us and so uh, time before and after us. So, yeah. yeah. So I guess regardless of time and and what we're kind of maybe been striving to do, God um, has created almost a space for us to experience our identities like in in the now and that's kind of what Mm -hmm. we can focus on that's the only thing really we can focus on because we're in that moment i'm really excited about the idea that that living in the now means you can you can have your past experiences whether they're good or bad but they don't Mm -hmm. they don't define you Uh, and god is so good in that you know here's another opportunity to, to to do it again and uh uh, and you get a fresh, fresh go at it each day, each moment. And you, you might have had good and bad experiences, but you bring to to the now who you are. And get, mm. God just blesses us with new opportunities every day. Mm. So, mm. Yeah, it's like the grace of God, isn't it? That each each day is new. Each day we can start fresh. And regardless of how long we've known Jesus for, and how long ago we were saved, or you know that we that we gave our lives to Jesus. Um, it's not just in that moment of surrender that we can, I guess, um, be made fresh and be made new, but actually um, the joy of like living in the now and just being with God in, in the moment is that, like you're saying, you know, if, if we have a bad day, the next day can be new again. And that's just mm. the amazing mercy and forgiveness of God that, um, you know, we can be forgiven again and again and start fresh and, um not worry or be burdened by our past, but um, be made new every every moment, really. Mm, yeah, that's right. And I guess as I as I was experimenting with that that idea, I thought, well, who, where is my identity if it's not in those things? And and you just think about that moment when you are by yourself with your own mm. thoughts, and it can be very peaceful. It can be very loud because you've got lots of going on in your brain, and you you've got. Uh, huge aspirations and that you've got peace and you've got confidence and then you've got uncertainty and actually that that is who you are you're full of dreams and and uh and you don't need to be pretend to be more than that and that was quite a sort of revelation to me that maybe i need to be more content with that yeah it's an interesting idea thinking of because it's hard as an individual to to strip away everything, you know, we, we can think about, okay, what would it be like if I took everything away in the world and who would I be then? But it's so hard to, because we can't really ever live that reality. Um, we're surrounded by our environment and relationships and 
yeah yeah it's really interesting to think about and it's actually it's funny that you you know you you brought this topic um to me because I, I I've not been very well the last week or so and I was kind of thinking in a similar way when I'm ill and I feel useless and like I'm not really doing anything or um I don't feel mm. able to even give to my my friends or any kind of emotional energy or physical energy then mm. um am I still you know am I still the same person yes I am I'm still my identity is still in God my identity is still the same but um even when I feel unable to be the person I thought I had to be, I guess. Yeah. I was just thinking about all that sort of um, past, um, you know, kind of think, reflecting a little bit on how past our past isn't always necessarily a happy place to think about um, mm. and, and just how God... Uh, you know, our, our loving father, our, our healing father, the, the father who forgives us um, when we come to him. You know, that, that sense of, of um, his wounds healing us absolutely, you know, struck me the other day about how, you know, it's, it, we sort of see, we say it quite a lot, don't we? We kind of, um, we, we go through the motions of saying, yeah, thank you, Lord. You, I know you've forgiven me, but actually to, to really deeply accept that and know that, mm. um, you know, whether it was a long time ago or whether it was this morning, um, you know, in coming to God and, 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 and saying, you know, and having that sense that actually he has taken that sin, he's taken our wounds, he's taken our hurts upon him, himself, um, through Christ and you know that's just awesome isn't it it's 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 really hard to sometimes grapple with um Mm. that by his wounds we are healed um and you know I guess that's that's the that's the now moment as well isn't it sort of just recognizing that every moment of our lives we can come to God and say thank you um you're the one that gives me strength for the future and Mm. Do you think that's kind of in a way where our, where our deepest identity lies is in in that um, truth of knowing that we are forgiven and that we're saved? Um, do you mm. think like in those moments of being with God, those intimate moments where He sees us as as um, His children who have just been kind of wiped clean? Do you yeah. think that is where? where our most deepest identity really lies absolutely for sure i mean that's 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 it isn't it and that's that's the place where and it and those moments can be so ordinary as well can't they mm. they can be <laughs> you know they can just be just you know like now they can, it can just be <laughs> that, that god is saying you know now i I'm, i love you so much and you know this is mm. what i've done for you um and it can be so simple it could be you know seeing something in nature or, or or going for a walk or breathing fresh air or um or it can be we're just about we're just about to be um grandparents for the first time and we're just a bit excited yeah. about that and the thought <laughs> of a, you know a new baby is you know that's a big one isn't it that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah and it's interesting the flip side of that we were saying earlier about this sense of wanting to be somebody and and, and achieve something and uh i i had that sort of vision that god 
doesn't really want us all the same to be robots, but he actually really yeah. loves the, the muddle and the strangeness and the times that we make a mistake and he picks us up and we ask his forgiveness and and we all got different opinions Gosh, on yes. the same subject and some of us are really <laughs> creative and, and look at things differently and, and we've got lots of sort of diverse way of doing things and we fail and we try and God loves that. And, yeah. and I think we, we, we're so bogged down in what we think our identity should be as a good Christian. Mm. And actually God just just, just loves that. That's you know? crazy, isn't it? Do you think God kind of actually loves the fact that we're a bit imperfect? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, because we don't want to go through life saying it's fine, I can be imperfect all the time because God will just forgive me. Mm. That, that's kind of not, that's not, that's not, what saying, that's not no. the journey, is it? But, it, but at the same time, mm. um, we come to our heavenly father who who is so forgiving and so picking us up all the time and um you know we fall down and and he picks us up continually mm. um it's yeah. it's just amazing the whole you know the whole concept of failure and what mm. we see as success and what we see as failure is just so interesting because you know how many times in the bible does it say about how in our suffering we gain perseverance and through that we gain hope and and how you know we're made perfect in his in, you know our weaknesses are made perfect in him and yeah um, exactly there's so much of that and yet still we we have this sense of that the idea of failure is is um a really challenging one yeah um, yeah for us yeah, exactly. And we sometimes beat ourselves up uh, when God doesn't want us to necessarily. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so for sure. I, I had that, uh, that sort of vision of that it can be such an effort trying to, to, to be right and to be someone. And God's already made us someone and loves us to bits. Mm. And we, we waste so much energy trying just instead of accepting mm. that we're not perfect. And he loves us anyway. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that in itself, because the, the whole, I was also thinking of this kind of, um, you know, as we look up to God or as we, we kind of think of it as a sort of vertical relationship and that, you know, the, the commandments are, you know, love God. And then, and then this ability to then love each other perhaps comes in that ability to accept each other as a bit imperfect as well. So mm. perhaps that, you know, loving each other, loving your neighbor as yourself, that second commandment having having found out that god loves us so perfectly even though we're a bit rubbish um enables us to then love each other in our mm, yeah exactly yeah for sure it's, it like and helps us to not put just as we shouldn't put expectations and pressures on ourselves to be a certain way then helps us to empathize with others and especially you know being married you sometimes I definitely sometimes think oh if, why why do they do that or um yeah. oh, for know, sure. actually <laughs> you think oh hang on um you know I I'm putting I'm saying to myself oh you know lay off the pressure Lucy don't put that pressure on yourself but then I'm putting it on someone else it's not really fair yeah. um yeah so it's a good thing no. to, to realize that, that's so good that's a good thing for us today to realize actually <laughs> no it's true and and that relationship you know it comes in in our work and in our families and um 
you know, or even in people that we don't really know and we, we feel we have the right to be a bit grumpy with them or whatever. But, you know, that, that, that I guess, you know, the sense of that God, God loves us all in that, you know, deep down extreme love that he has for us. Mm. He loves us all in the, even though we're a bit messy. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to throw you a side swipe question. So, um, okay. <laughs> I just I just really thought obviously I'm not a parent and so um I'm just really intrigued by the idea of um obviously we all some as we've talked about sometimes we decide for ourselves that we should be a certain way or we think our identities in certain things and I just wondered your opinions as a parent is is that a hard thing as well when you have children to think about their identity and um mm. Yeah. And to kind of think about who are they going to be, um, but then hold that in a light way. Um, yeah. I, th- I think we've had quite strong feelings on that, actually, I think. And, and as a, a Christian family, you, you, you love and nurture your kids and you expose them to, to, to what your belief systems are. But I, we feel very strongly that you, you mustn't tell kids growing up what they should think. They need to find out and think for themselves. So we're quite careful about about the way we we let our kids think and it's well they've grown up now but um, <laughs> you know it's a case of influencing loving supporting stirring towards a, the tools to make good decisions not uh, I, I have seen christian families when kids are young sometimes try to make sure they behave properly because you're a christian family and that can have an <laughs> effects for a young person growing up that that wants to to learn I think you know what though I think we've both grown up in families a little bit like that Um, you know having to sit very (laughs) quiet and behave and um and maybe we've we've kind of just maybe done that you know rebelling against our own parents and brought our children up a little bit differently but I I don't know but it's yeah Yeah, it's it's funny isn't it because yeah I I remember oh yeah anyway it's a uh, maybe not an, a, a useful memory, but I remember somebody, but somebody once saying to me, "But surely you want your children to be, you know, very successful." And I remember having this conversation with somebody, and you know, and I, and I just really glibly, I was quite a young mum at the time, said, "Oh, I just want them to be happy," you know, and that in a way that's just kind of as as wishy washy, but um, but actually, there's quite a lot of truth in that. You know, you yeah. want you want your children to to feel grounded you 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 just hope and pray that they will have a relationship with god but Mm. um it doesn't that that for us that's not happening for all our kids at the moment um but you know but we we um yeah that's where we that's what we pray for And, Um, and what's precious is when they come back and because you haven't pushed your belief system on them when they come back and ask i know honestly i really want your opinion on this don't sit on the fence and 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 that's really precious because we we deliberately don't don't tell them what they should do we just help them discuss it and and that's lovely when as adults they come and and say no really what do you think about this and it's good yeah it's cool i guess it kind of reflects and brings back to what we've been talking about the whole time which is for each of us we all have our own individual um personal relationship with God or are able to and so um, when thinking about identity regardless of whether we're a parent talking to a child or we're friends or married or just on our own in our own space that actually it comes down to those moments where we're with God on our own and um, that's where our identity lies um, yeah. in those moments so yeah, yeah. 
really interesting. Mm-hmm. So um, let's finish with what, what would you guys say are your kind of main reflections on this whole identity topic? It's a big, difficult topic, but um, what, are, what are some final thoughts for people to hold on to, do you think? Mm. I think it's the, the, the sense of trust that actually God, just to, um, to, I mean, trust is a whole new topic, but in, in a way it's absolutely bound up in this as well because trusting that God has us in his hands. He has mm-hmm. our past, present and future in his hands um and and in that we can we can rest yeah mm. and i think for for me it's something i've written in my notebook to help me when i've struggled a bit with this is is to to myself you know don't pretend don't live in the past um don't think that you've seen it all before and know better than someone else be <laughs> be vulnerable and have aspirations but encourage others to feel fulfill their aspirations you know, that's something i think is, is really important and and to be a, a failure sometimes and love it because it's a process and be successful yeah. and then share and then share it with others um yeah enjoy. and really importantly be sensitive caring and forgiving but to yourself as well as to others mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. just just to be yourself in the moments you given you're given and with the people that you meet uh, and in, in that way it's it's almost irrelevant who you think you are because um you know you're often too busy you're just too busy being yourself and you don't have to worry about what your identity is <laughs> yeah love that mm-hmm. well thank you so much guys um it's Thank been so you. lovely to talk to you. I've loved having two people on the end of the line. <laughs> that it's for a whole new angle to the whole thing. So it's been really great and mm. such a such a thought provoking topic. It's something that it's the top probably the topic that I was reflecting on when I first decided to to begin this podcast. Is is this kind of topic of who am I when um, we take away what I've done and. Mm. Um, in the past and what when I take away the expectations that that people have of me and I have of myself you know who am I Mm. um so it's been really lovely to talk to you both about that and um get a bit of insight in your thoughts so Mm. thank you thank you you, Lucy bless you bless you guys and um hopefully see you soon Mm.